0: thing about how I won't always mention the film name if I'm talking about something I'm working on or, or that's the stars that are in it.
1: totally it fine. Is, yeah. Confidentiality. But it's,
0: it's more like a good luck thing. It's like, if I mention it, that probably means it's going to die tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> We're already recording,
1: just FYI. Right. That was a good start though. Okay, great. Welcome to another episode of Honest Conversations with Alex Cubus, guys. Um, I am sitting with...
0: Michael Schwartz.
1: Michael Schwartz, fellow Australian. We're in uh, Raleigh Studios right now. Um, we're just closing the door where each of us actually come to work sometimes um, and Michael was going to let slip some potentially confidential information about some films that he's worked on um, How he Met was through the timeliness of the recent screening, upcoming premiere it hasn't been officially released yet Hunter's Prayer it's with on, Sam it's Worthington
0: on, It's on video on demand Okay, alright, so awesome a release Okay
1: All right. Awesome. So uh, Michael is one of the producers of Hunter's Prayer with Sam Worthington. Um, But we'll get started in the way that I start all my interviews with these four questions. So if you could finish these off. Um, I think, I feel, I need, I want. Okay. Um, Right now in this moment. Even if it's just like, I feel thirsty. I
0: think I'm in danger always of uh, saying something I shouldn't say. Okay. I want lunch. Okay, good. Uh, I need... Um, a lot of people to answer their phone and call me back. Yeah. What was the other one? Uh, I feel. I feel uh, constantly anxious. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. What's the source of your anxiety? I just. The, it's a. It's a job that uh, is a, a job that you're always feeling very, very anxious, even when you're doing well in it. I'm not saying I'm necessarily doing well or doing poorly. I would disagree with that, but. Well, I. I Everything is, uh, yeah, and everything, yeah. I'm saying it's not specific today okay. or to either, you know, the direction, but there's always... There's a feeling
1: of, um, because it's not, there's no one job that's permanent unless you're the head of a studio or something, yeah. which in any, in, in that respect, you're not a producer anymore.
0: Exactly. And I would even say if you were the head of a studio, you are even more... It would be horrible, horrible, actually. You're, you're constantly having to prove why you shouldn't be fired. Yeah,
1: actually, you're the the burden is like a negative one. It's like proving the, it's almost like the presumption is guilt rather than innocence in that instance, because you've got your accountable to shareholders. Mm -hmm. Um, how long have you been a producer? How old are you now? I'm 36. Okay. And how long have you been a producer?
0: Uh, I became a producer right at the end of 2009 by accident. By accident. Yeah.
1: What, what did you do after high school? And then what was the accident?
0: Uh, I, after high school, I did, I studied a little acting. Um, my, intentions at an always, actual
1: acting school or just in class? Yeah.
0: It, it, uh, in acting like a, at a, a college. Cool. Yeah. And then, um, my intention has always, my end game has always been directing. Okay. And it still is, um, and writing. And I've done some courses like I've done, I've done some, you know, courses at actors and things mm-hmm. and writing, directing. Um, I became a producer purely, by accident, I had no, I've never, I didn't even, you know, I, I didn't even know how to be a producer. I'm still no. learning how to be a producer. To, so what happened
1: in 2009 that was the accident?
0: Um, well, my friend who I'd been trying to do things for years with, um, Sam Worthington, sort of blew up as a okay. character.
1: Oh yeah, that was, so at the time of Avatar. Yeah. So and wait, did you guys go, did you go to NIDA with him recently? No, my brother,
0: who is um, our, my partner. Yeah. as well, did go to NIDA. So okay. that's how I know him. Okay. Um,
1: What's your brother's name? John. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Johnny and him went to NIDA together. And I mean, I was, for years we were always, and, and other guys as well that we still work with, um, we were always trying to, we were writing short films and we were making, doing, doing theater the theater and thing, we were yeah. writing scripts and all that stuff. And struggling, because it's very hard. And
1: you struggling. pursue, especially in Sydney, yeah. Yeah. And you were, at the forefront of your mind, always pursuing a career as a director. Yeah. Being like, I want to be a director, so that was just part of the grind. Yeah. For how many years?
0: Oh, uh, jeez. Um, 10 years? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, seven yeah. or eight, I guess out of high school. Yeah, it's like it was, I graduated high school in 99. Okay. Um, so yeah, 10 years, i us say.
1: And in that time... I haven't asked any of my guests this, but I feel like it's apt, um, maybe it's because we're Australian or I just feel comfortable asking, um, especially a a father to, 17 month old Chester. Yeah. Um, in that period, were you doing other jobs to make a living? Yes. Okay. So what sort of work were you doing?
0: Uh, I delivered pizzas. I worked in, um, the the warehouse for a spree clothing. Okay. I mowed lawns. I did, I'd work for just handyman. They'd call me out, Hey, can you come to this building and help me rip up the floor and whatever. Yeah. Um, my parents, I uh, have a. Uh, my dad's a doctor, and he has a medical practice out at Camden. Yeah. That is on a piece of property, and so I would go. Hey, instead of paying someone else to go and do the guy do him. that, can you? <laughs> I'll come and do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, and you know, you know, mow lawns and dig, you know, plant yeah, trees yeah, yeah. and whatever, whatever needed to be done. I'd yeah. Think, you know, it was, it was like a hectare. Of like, okay.
1: And um, did you ever? And that, so that was just to sort of pay the bills. Was that? Um, was that always on the assumption that you could eventually make it big enough in the industry that a long-term financial goal or whatever wasn't even necessary to think about at the time? Uh, yeah, the,
0: the goal was always to make it in the industry Yeah, and to work all these crappy jobs. to And knowing
1: that it will pan out. Yeah, and yeah. there was a
0: period in... It was actually like about a year bef- uh, before I... Fell into producing that I was about to walk away and okay. I was looking at real jobs. Like with real, at? I was looking at, um, again, it was like in talking to my dad, who's a doctor. Yeah. And, it, I, and he introduced me, I was looking at uh, a, a pharmaceutical representative.
1: They make good money. They man. make good money. And yeah. And it's sort of... One of cool. my... There was a... Ma- my grandpa was a doctor and there was a guy... You couldn't move on in medical school past first year unless you passed that first year. Right. It was very d- difficult back in the day. And there was a guy that he started with who was still trying to pass first year by the time my grandpa finished. Like, he failed the exam six times. Wow. And eventually, he just became a pharmaceutical rep but ended up making more money than all yeah. of them. Well, so, yeah,
0: I looked at it and I thought, oh, and... Was your dad I mean,
1: pressuring you to do
0: that? He was not, pre- he wasn't pressuring me. Okay. It was more, Hey, I, I was, I was stressing out myself. Um, okay. So he was like, late twenties, I guess. Is, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and he was basically, well, I you know, this is, these guys, I see these guys all the time. They're always, they're, you know, that's a pretty good job. And, mm-hmm. um, and so I, I met, like I actually went and did a couple of days with one where I just followed him around. Shadowed him. Yeah. yeah Shadowed him. And, I took one job interview and didn't get the job and then just said, I can't do, I don't know. It was just this sort of like, uh, this wave of depression hit me where I'm yeah. like, wow, this is so not what I want to be doing.
1: I worked as a lawyer for two days. Yeah. <laughs> you, <didn't see> that <laughs> really, you know, that, yeah. that wave that hits you all yeah, was. was Yeah, it was, it was I, couldn't, I couldn't even move at the desk. It was yeah. bizarre. So yeah. I just
0: said, all right, I just sort of switched gears a little bit. I applied for some new courses. I, went, you know, I applied for a course of afters okay. and all that stuff. I went, all right, I'm sort of, I'm I all It forced me to reevaluate um, what I was doing within my We're dream. Doing, yeah, great. And um, I got accepted into one of the afters courses in writing and directing. Okay. And then as I was waiting for the course to start, um, a few things suddenly happened where I was in, I, I, so basically with Sam, Sam was in the process. He'd shot Avatar and he was, you know, making it over here a lot. Yeah. And he started getting offered all these different movies and I've always been into comic books. Mm. Um, and Sam was into comics and stuff. And it was during the period where Holly was really thinking, Oh, if it's a comic, it's going to make all this money. Um, so he was getting offered all these different comics movies and he would ask me, what's this one like? And I'd go, that's not that great. Or this <laughs> one's really good. Or have, ask him about this one. Okay. And it just got to the which point. Ones were, which ones, what did you say weren't? <laughs> you were about to say? I told him not to do Green Lantern. Okay. That was a good decision then. <laughs> Very good decision. Yeah. I was like, I just said, look, I got, I've never been a fan of Green Lantern. And I, I thought. Yeah.
1: It's All a right, bit I, of a weird
0: it's a bit of a, it's a weird great, one. I said, yeah, maybe it's aliens like, if, it's very confusing. Well, also it's like you got a ring that can make whatever you want appear. Mm. You can't. You know, the color yellow is. I don't know. You hurt by the color yellow. It was just one of those things. I said, I don't know if that really, unless they're going full space opera and going really bizarre, really weird. I don't know if that's really that great of a choice. And he. Didn't do it. And, and then it got to the point where his agents were like, well, who's this guy that you keep talking to <laughs> In Australia? His agent's at CAA or you my yeah, brother, yeah, yeah, my brother, and they were like, well, hang on. And so I, I came over. you so saying I'm going to have
1: to tell his agents be like, I'm yeah, going well, speak Mike, with my, Mike, my consultant.
0: Yeah, Mike Schwartz said, I shouldn't do, should look at this one. <laughs> well, Mike said, have a look at this one. Yeah. And so... And they, and it was, they were cool with it, but then, so I came over for, um, he invited us a, a few, a bunch of us from Australia over for the Terminator premiere. Um, and I met, uh, one of his agents there and I, actually, he got presented with an Australians film award and I met one of his top, one of his main agents there. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Oh, this is Mike. This is that comic book guy. And he's like, Oh, cool. Let's, let's have a chat. And, um, he introduced me to other agents and at the same event. Uh, or after after days okay. later while I was still in town yeah and came hang out and um, went into CAA, and I was on holiday I didn't really sort of plan on doing anything yeah, yeah. that's CIA. when it happens yeah it was like and I met a couple of agents and they said well what about these comic books and I said oh this and just started talking to them and went back to Australia and just kept talking to the agents and they said can you go yeah they started sending me on meetings back in Australia. Australia in Australia go meet these guys and went, what about just go talk to them I'm like, I don't, what do I say to him? We'll just tell him you're Sam's producing partner. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. Cool. I went, cool. all right. right. I don't even know what that means, but yeah. I'll tell Matt that and sort of just, you know, you know, just talked my way through it. And, and were you doing any
1: other work at the time that you were? I was
0: now starting my course. Okay. okay. And so it was like a weird thing. And then I they kept, then Sam was like, yeah, great. This is what we always wanted. And you know, we're like, get this is is what we'll do. Brothers helping out brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but this will be cool. You guys We help. Yeah. We'll just, we'll work together. We'll, We'll just find projects to do. And I started, it was right when he was really, really hot. And, um, we, you know, I went, I flew back over for Comic Con and I met all these different comic publishers and we were saying, finding comics that we could do. And it was a weird feeling because I was at afters doing a, Course but mm. then having to leave the course that I worked so hard to get into to mm. come over here. Did you have to
1: make a short film and do
0: a pitch and everything? I did, yeah, all kinds of stuff, okay. and it was it was. It's the masters in right. It wasn't a masters. It okay. was like a just a small, way smaller one. Okay, not as nowhere near as big a deal as, right. as that. But it was still it was harder to get in. I had, yeah. to, had to really work to get into it, and um, it was it was it was a strange feeling because I was I was they <laughs> were doing courses on like lessons on pitching, mm-hmm. how to pitch. And I was going to America and having people pitch to me. <laughs> I was like, I don't, like, it was like a weird thing. Like, yeah, I don't know. right. So anyway, then I moved over here then at the start of 2010 and we sort of I'd made enough contacts and.
1: Were you on the O one one
0: visa by that point? or, oh, or I just sort of, at that point, not yet. Okay. I just sort of came over to sort of feel it out. And then I got it. Then we started it. We we formed a company, Full Clip Productions. Yeah. With uh, my brother and the three of us. Okay. And we started doing these things, and then I was on the e three visa that I was sponsored through my own company.
1: Okay, pretty easy. Just yeah. Set up your own company. Yeah, and but yeah. I mean
0: it was a legit company. Totally. So it was, yeah. Um, I was yeah. able to show all the different tax documents. Yeah. everything yep. To, to go, it's, it's a real company. It's legitimate. I own a third of it, but yep. it's a real company. Yeah. And um, it worked, and then we so we we managed to um, you know, part of it is you you work on all these projects. A lot of them don't happen and some of them happen and for all these different reasons and it's it's an incredibly hard, um, incredibly hard Mm -hmm. industry. We found that the best thing to do is have a lot of projects going at once. Mm -hmm. Um, So
1: in this model, I have a familiarity with another successful actor who has a production company, her and her husband uh, put their own money into it. Their office is at a big studio lot and then they hired a television producer to find and source scripts to develop for yep. them. And then a features producer to do the same. Yep. So that features producer was there for a couple of years and she was trying to, she was going on meetings at other production companies to like partner up yeah. and then she would just look for scripts through people she knew. And then hopefully anyway, long story short um, she's since left because it was a bit of an ego trip and it's hard. It was it, they, in that two years that she was there, nothing got off the ground. Yeah. Um, so day to day, when you are, when you have those projects come like coming through or whatever, is it a combination of you looking for good scripts and then, and other people pitching you yeah. and basically you've got like a slate of like 10 projects and the main aim is to just get one off the ground with Sam in it.
0: Yeah. So we made a decision very early on that we're not a company that is making Sam Worthington okay project all right so it
1: wasn't an ego theme
0: and so we were like let's let's get as many things we're going sam will be in some of them and he won't be in others. okay cool and
1: so it's purely like a business basically yeah Yeah. and
0: that was the goal and and that was we it was interesting because it's hard regardless um a lot of people sort of assumed that because we had sam as a partner that we were on easy street and everything and what it, what it really, what it only really does is get some doors open, which is great. For the meetings, literally. Yes. And that's, it yeah. gets you, it gets you in the door, uh-huh. which, um, which again, is great. That's it's it's an amazing sometimes thing. It's a hard thing to crack. Yeah. It, it's really hard to crack. But then once you through that door, it's a whole other
1: kettle f- of fish.
0: Exactly. And so, um, it, it's hard work and it's, it's, it's difficult. And, um, you know, a few of the things like Hunter's Prayer, which that was one of the things we were working on really, really early, and that had went through so many different versions and so many different changes, but just the nature of.
1: Did the um, script come to you?
0: No, it was a book. Okay. Called uh, for the dogs that a friend of ours that was also uh, Paul Layden, who was also went to NIDA with these got with Sam and Johnny. Yeah. Um. He he brought us the book. Okay. And um, we went through a long process of of. Developing it with different directors, different writers. So you just and, optioned it and then tried yeah. to
1: develop the script, and then yeah, and, and, it, it. and it
0: kept changing. It was it was it was a very frustrating process where we we got money and then the money didn't wasn't there anymore because of the company that <laughs> difficulties difficulties at that company. okay
1: was this a film financing company or another source of money?
0: Uh, it was a film financing company. Okay. Mini, yeah.
1: Because yeah. that in itself, we don't need to go into this. Just as an aside though, you're just making reminding me of a particular company in LA, which is is a, both a financing company and a film production company, but all of their money. And they've had some Academy Award nominated film, Academy Award winning films actually. Um, but the main source of their money especially initially, was uh, oil, like family family oil money. There you go. And that's how they got a bunch of money at the start. And each film has actually done less than the awesome film that started the company. And they still have, like, a development deal with a huge... A distribution deal with a huge studio, but... Yeah, that's, it's hard. That's, I mean, the they're, source they're of really, money—it's just like money moves from place to place in the film, but it never actually is sourced from the film. So it's yes. always—it's always from something else. You
0: get it from different places, and a lot—a yeah. lot of places don't even really—they've only got small pieces of equity. Yes. that they get from who knows where mm-hmm. they'll get it from this 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 Saudi guy over here or they'll <laughs> yeah. get it from this it's all in the here. oil they'll get it from this trust fund kid over yeah, here like it's trust funds yeah or or they get it from these but like you don't know like they mm. but normally or some they, just
1: rich people that want to have fun yeah. producing a yeah. movie or saying they're film producers
0: but then often that that is only just a small piece of the money that yep. goes into it you usually get the money through foreign sales and, and soft money and all the boring stuff um and so, yeah, usually say we've got a film that's um, $7 million, like it's about $6.5 million budget that we're developing now. Mm-hmm. And one and a half of that will end up being most likely from one of these. films From the, film the finance games. company, go, you know, we've got a guy. Okay. <laughs> Which, right. It do, yeah, and it's like uh, it doesn't matter. Like then us, they get, and then they get equity
1: points, and it's just like an investment. Basically. Yeah, there's a, yeah. They,
0: they, they, it's a waterfall essentially. At the end. Uh-huh. You work out a, a part of the finance plan, you put together a waterfall that so basically means like that when the money comes in, the rest who, of it. Where, who, where does it flow to first? Yeah, right. This person, this person. So, okay. And this this hunter's prayer was a very very complex um, uh, finance plan, and and um, it was a really difficult process that we got we got through. Um, and we'd learned so much from it and it's, and, and we learned how not to do things. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it was, we took it as a, we, you know, we took it as a way of, we were following other people's leads because we didn't know. Yourself. We did, yeah. So know ourselves. And the, the whole industry is changing. It's, in the last few years it's been changing. And so it was like this movie that was sort of on the cusp of that change. And, a lot of it was going, oh, that doesn't work anymore. Work Are you talking
1: about storytelling or film financing? Film financing. Distribution, film ma- distribution say, especially, right? Uh, I'm talking about the whole thing. Okay, um, right. Um, yeah, the, it's, I, think it's, like, I think it's fair to make that... Indie, indie filmmaking. Yeah. I'll say. So is it technically an independent film? It's totally an independent film. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. There so, no, from the outside it wouldn't seem seen that given the we, people involved. And, and we tried to make it look
0: like it wasn't an yeah. indie film. Um, but now the funny thing is if you look at like the last couple of years like this indie film are these small little action films.
1: It's interesting isn't yeah, it? And they get
0: released by Lionsgate they get released by these studios but they are put together very like they're, they're the totally start, independent films. Yeah.
1: Which is better I suppose for a creative license. Sometimes. Yeah. Not so always. What were the things that you learned not how not to do?
0: Um, again I, I mean I'd say the biggest thing is keep the budgets low as possible. Okay. Um, wherever you can try to try to try to just keep those costs down, this movie, like, uh, that'd be a big thing.
1: You wouldn't, I would think that that would be, Obviously. a given, yeah, so what <laughs> is it because it was an action film, that it was assumed, that there would be, need to be a bigger scale, yeah, basically, yeah. everyone who was on the outside, being like, you know, you guys need to have a $20 million budget, otherwise this won't, yeah, well. and, and,
0: and it's just, I think, um, you're trying, it's, it's, it's also, it's, it's people who are from this old world of filmmaking where they're at the biggest, the buckets were bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they, and it's learning. And so you're following the lead of people who are used to making movies at a bigger level. And it's like, well, that's not the way it's done anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this could change because, um, everything subjects to change. Everything is subject, And we're in the middle of a weird, a weird time because of Netflix and streaming and you know, I mean, war
1: machine yeah, being released on Netflix is yeah. And if anyone
0: Netflix. had said that five years ago,
1: they'd be like, nah, what are you talking about? But that's a major film with major actors in it. Brad Pitt, David Michaud directing in. Yep. And,
0: and uh, now Netflix, they're doing Scorsese's next yeah. mega gangster movie. The yeah. Irishman with Rob, it's his goal is his Rob De Niro. And Joe Pesci. he's got his, it's, like who, that's the one that gets to me. Like yeah. that's a, that, is, that like, is, that's,
1: that's, <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, that's film. That's it, like, if you looked up film in a dictionary, it'd be Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro. And for Netflix to get that is almost goes against the understanding of what film is. And, yeah, uh, and everyone films.
0: I know is going to want to watch that movie. Yeah. Like that's Goodfellas, Reno mm. and it's Casino. Like that is like people who, everyone I know who aren't, don't work in the film industry is mm-hmm. going to watch that movie. Mm all my friends that I grew up with, all their dads, Mm. all like everyone that I know is going to watch that movie. Yeah. Uh, And so that is, you know, and so it's changed. No one quite knows. Everyone's freaking out a little bit right now and saying, oh, it's the end of film. It's the end of that. I don't think that it is. I just think it's Netflix. I mean, they
1: may have gone through the same thing when silent movies stopped and, you know,
0: or color as well.
1: It just happens. It's the nature of, anything it's probably good because then it creates more opportunities
0: yeah I, I mean my the ultimate goal is for your movie to be seen mm-hmm. and if that means you, you know i'd love the idea that the movies are seen in theaters and we will always hope that you can get a distribution deal that allows it to be but if it's netflix i mean everyone has netflix everyone like it's it, it, it's one of those things that it, it it's allowing more people to see your film
1: where do you see yourself in five years?
0: Uh, hopefully with a whole bunch of movies under my belt.
1: Directing and producing?
0: Yeah, producing initially. Like that's the okay. main drive. So not working with Sam anymore. Sam stepped okay. away from producing it. It's just my brother and I. Okay. and you're, um, But you're still at Full Clip? No, no. We've got a new company. Okay. So what's the name of the company? Uh, Deeper Water.
1: Okay. And um, and what informed, if you don't, again, you don't have sure. to say the details, but what informed the cl- essential closure of Full Clip in, into this? Um,
0: uh Sam didn't want to produce anymore okay just lost uh, interest Yeah, uh, it, it, it wasn't even like it wasn't as like losing interest it's just like this is just I want to focus on yeah the um, acting projects acting family and family and it's hard it's I think I mean you think about it I mean and he was involved very heavily in the producing side especially with Deadline Glipply Deadline Glipply I mean he was in the writers rooms from, yeah. the, from the start right and it's hard like when you're when you are a producer, one of your jobs is to protect everyone from knowing all of the end of the world disasters that are happening around this corner right now. And all of a sudden, when you're an actor, you're aware of all those end of the world things. And it's, it's stressful and it's hard to, to act and it's. Uh, I, yeah, it, it would be so. It, I would hate that <laughs> to be.
1: I would like. I would love to produce and I've done stuff. I've done some producing or in the development stages, but I was like, I would hate to be an actor in this. It would just be. It, I wouldn't. It'd be difficult to suspend disbelief yep. as a performer.
0: It is. You know? It is. It's really hard, um, and it's not as fun, and it's not mm. as always. Sometimes it is, but it's not. It's just. It, and it's. It's long, like it's a long job. Like we work on these things for months and months and months, and then sometimes nothing happens, and you're working hard. Yeah.
1: Um, so and a lot of the time, that doesn't generate any income. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So when you say where in five years, I'm like, oh, I hope I'm hoping that all these movies that I'm working on right now yeah. are in the can, and people are seeing them and people like them, and I'm making more movies. So
1: what day to day, you're obviously you
0: making pictures essentially. Yeah, not see, well, what's, not the, doing what's the as day today? Pitching. So today is a. Today I'm following up with a potential financier on one of our projects to see whether an like the actor that we were going to pass, and now I've got to like, there's a, figure and an find out. Find out. Have, we, have we have a name that's floating around with the creative team. I'm going okay. to talk to. Uh, when I'm done with you, I'm going to. Because you need the this.
1: actor for the financing. And, yeah,
0: yeah, luckily I won't. This is what I said at the very start. I yeah. won't mention the film or I won't mention the cast because yeah. at the moment it, we don't know what's going to happen with it. It's yeah. Still, it, it's all everything is so delicate. Well,
1: I'm sure the millions of listeners. Yeah, <laughs> it'll just go live on Hollywood Reporter exactly. if you made any revelations on this, well, this podcast. I don't want TMZ getting. Yeah, news, man. But I mean, um... it's got billions of listeners all <laughs> over the world.
0: Well, that being said, <laughs> still, yeah. Um, I don't want to disappoint the listeners, but of the, it, the, you know, we have a, a, a script, a film that we've been working on for a little bit and we have uh, a financier that wants to finance it. Okay. And, um, we, we haven't got the proposal yet and we, but we, we, we assume that it's going to be fine. Again, we don't Nothing is certain. So it may end up being nothing, but we have someone who wants to finance it. And, um, yeah. So my, my, the rest of my day will be following up with him and talking to agents and trying to work out whether, um, you know, who the next actor is that we go to. We have an actress that we'll hopefully find out today, whether she will, we met with her and we've spoken with her and we've okay. done some work exactly. on with her. Yeah. And hopefully today we'll find out whether she is still on board or not. Uh, if she's not on board, then we... Okay. Go back
1: to the drawing board for that. Yeah,
0: and again, we have some names that we're throwing. Is off, it packaged so, already at a, at an agency
1: where you go through their roster? Or no, can you go no. for a free agency in a way? Do you have an agent yourself? Technically, we're wrapped at CAA. Okay. But not... Exclusive? Like, you're not I mean, beholden to their actors? We're not...
0: No. And and no one... You should never... Yeah. Um, we... But at the same time, there's... You You still want to utilize that. So, mm-hmm. there's an... There is... And this, this is, goes the same for several projects that we have where a lot of the time, if you manage to get one actor and their agent is really behind it, like the agent really wants them to do this movie because it's really good for them right now, mm-hmm. they are going to want you to, they're going to want to have a say in who you cast with them. Okay. And hopefully they're not going to be... We have another project where the agent that is yeah that is very much like that, saying that really wants their client to be protected and have the best actor opposite. They said don't have to be loyal to this agency. Okay. And and we're saying what about this one? And we're even talking to an agent, an actor, and another agency. And they're like, yep, great, and they're even making calls and saying yes, please. Do.
1: Right. So that's when people. Uh, yeah. They're but they're actually looking in the best interest of their of their client, yes, and not the agency. Exactly. That's cool. Because sometimes
0: that's what. And that's a good agent. Yeah. And this is, this agent is a great agent. Okay. And I, you just know when the, the and and so, um. And I, this is this is hard because I'm not mentioning movies, or whatever. But mm-hmm. to go back to the one that I'm dealing with today, mm-hmm. there is an agent that at one of the agencies who we has a tendency has a great roster and has a tendency to try to keep their actors working with from actors, and so it's in our interest to utilize that. To sort of, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so we're not beholden to one agency, but sometimes it's smart to. That's just a
1: that's just a business thing. Exactly. Makes sense. Uh, Yeah. And And sometimes those, even though someone might say, "Oh, but that's like it's diminishing my creativity or whatever," but those accidents sometimes produce awesome creative. Exactly. So it's like that's what's available.
0: Like great. And also on top of that, if say say this say this actress doesn't end up wanting to do the film. Mm -hmm that agent is not, he likes us. He or she likes us. And, uh, <laughs> Dude, most of the agents are men. It's fine. You didn't
1: reveal anyone.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, he or she likes us. Um, and they have other clients. They go, well, okay. It didn't work out with actress. A. what about actress B? Oh yeah, you're right. That could work. Oh, let yeah. me, I let me, I already know the script. I don't, and you're already out of the games. So you don't have to convince exactly. that. So how did the,
1: the script come you? to you?
0: Um, then I get into the actual specifics okay. of the script, but it, I, I mean, it, the, the okay. So this this particular script, uh, another a studio that we were um, talking to had said this is a, there's a script floating around that um, we read a while ago, and we don't nothing ever happened with it, and we think that it could be it could be a very commercial film, and you can so they just approached you guys.
1: Well, no, we were just in conversation. We said oh, okay. we know,
0: and they said, Have you have you heard about it? And we said, No, mm-hmm. well, we don't know about it. But we called the manager of the writer and okay. said, What's happening with this script? And they said nothing. So it's, it's available. Can we read it? Great. Sure. And um did you option it at that stage. Is that how yeah? yeah so we yeah. we've optioned it with um a partner of ours who 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 optioned it with mm-hmm. us. Um and he And now we're, we're putting it together. We've got a director and we've got, we're talking to cast and we're now, looks like we have people that are talking about financing it and we'll see whether they, if it all comes together and if everything aligns and you know, there's no disasters and the world doesn't end, then hopefully we'll be shooting it this, this year around September or or something. Again, not holding, there's a lot of work to be done to do that. And, um, And so it's it's it's, it. You can say, "Oh, look, we could be shooting at this point." Mm -hmm. There's a lot of work to do before that.
1: How many films do you have in this status?
0: Uh, About
1: seven. Okay. And do you touch on all of them each day, or yeah, essentially? I mean, some days they're all in varying degrees of development.
0: Yeah, and and there's we're trying to get some new ones now because Mm -hmm. oh, we've got we I I think we got to a point where we had too many. Okay. And um. I, I made a push to let's not, let's have less. And, Quality and, and quantity. Even, yeah. But I yeah. mean, we
1: still have a lot. That's still a lot for a, um, two, 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 two guys. Yeah. yeah. And
0: we, we have a, another friend who's a producer with us on four of them. Okay. And yeah, he helps out. and Is that another Australian brother that went
1: tonight? No, but he's, he's an Aussie there. Okay.
0: Um, and he, he, he helps like option things and yeah, and sometimes pay for a budget or a casting director.
1: Oh, whatever. okay, cool. Um,
0: but yeah, so it, it is just a different say, like we have a, we have, I mean, there's one I can talk about a little bit because it's in the meat. It's in the, like there were press releases and okay. stuff about it with, um, with Liam Hemsworth att- currently attached. Cool. Um, it was just selling at can last week. What's the film? It's called Killerman. Okay. And again, hopefully if we can, we have a finance company on that the solution and, uh, that also could be shooting around we, we, we're we pretty set I'm feeling very confident about that one mm-hmm. which is probably why I shouldn't even bring it up but we're feeling very confident that that will shoot yeah, in uh, August, September mm-hmm. as well and um, yeah like we're, we're <laughs> that, that takes up a bit of our time because mm-hmm. we're putting all certain pieces together we're trying to get a budget for that we're trying to um, just pull key pieces together so that there can be a clear clear path. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we have other projects where it's a a first-time director who um, we have to sell a little bit harder to cast to get someone on board. um, Why is it their
1: script? How did the first-time director come to be attached to it? Uh,
0: It is their script. Okay. And um, it was a decision made by the producers that, um, she was the best person to... Great female to, director. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. It was, it was, she, she was the best person to direct this yeah. We talked to other directors and we had other directors attached and, and it was good. It, it, and it is, like, I can... That is, it, it's a fantastic script. Mm-hmm. Like, it's an incredible... It's a really, really great script. And she's, a re, she's really smart. She, she understands the script better than anyone we've spoken to. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't always the case with Rise. Like, yeah. not that the artists don't understand their script, no, but, but sometimes they don't always... It's,
1: it's hard to separate yourself because the writing and the directing are two different things. They, and, yeah, they are. Yeah.
0: And But it, it just, it was one of those, it was a very easy decision. Mm-hmm. Once someone put, once someone said it, it was a very, very easy decision. But there are challenges um, with that because she's... But we we believe that we we're going to cast it and, already interested and there's already interest in... What would
1: making. be, so what would be a tip to someone who wants to pitch to you? Um, what advice would you? give? I, I want to know who. I
0: mean, the big thing is like, what is the audience for this story? Okay. Uh, is there an audience for it mm-hmm. now?
1: So that's a financial imperative. Essentially, so much, but it, uh, it, imper- in a way, well, it is. But it could be. Well, it, it, here's the thing.
0: It. It, it's it, it's more of a budget thing uh-huh. because sometimes there'll be this great story, and if you if there's a way that it can be done very cheaply, um, and still be great that's fine if it's not the biggest audience, but you should know who that audience is. Yeah. It also clarifies artistic purpose though. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and then sometimes, so this story that you've got is film, the best medium for this story. I always believe that every story belongs in a particular medium. Uh huh. Should this be a novel? Should this be a play? Should this be a comic book? Did you think Deadline
1: Gallipoli initially could have been
0: a movie? Or was it always going to be a TV series? It was always going to be a
1: TV series from the start. And was that because of a relationship with Foxtel? Or because you wanted to bring a TV show back to Australia?
0: Uh, We we wanted to do something for the 100 year anniversary initially. That was, there was something we'd heard. And a lot of people we talked to were like, Hey, the 100 year Mm anniversary is coming up. And And we'd heard some ideas Um, and they were all kind of just the same sort of thing that didn't really interest the typical men in the trenches Mm -hmm. or thing, which is fine, but it wasn't what we wanted to do. And I was, you know, it just, there was a lot of trying to just work out what what it could be. Mm -hmm. And then we signed a deal with NBC international, like, so there's the network, they have like an international division. Yeah. We signed a first look deal with them. Okay. And we pitched them a whole bunch of stuff and we picked, that was one of the things we pitched them. Okay. And we had an we found our angle. My brother John found the angle which is from the perspective of the journalists that were embedded there. And we pitched it to them. They loved it and they said we just bought this production company in Australia called Matchbox. We're like, Oh, we, we know Matchbox. <laughs> Wait, who,
1: who, your brother spoke to someone? Oh, you, oh that this was NBC. NBC. Yeah, yeah right. Well, we just okay. Bought, we just bought this company. Right.
0: Matchbox. And can you talk to them about it? because okay. We did it in Australia. We, you, and we're like, absolutely. <laughs> we'll right. talk to Matchbox. Yeah. Of course we will. Um, and then we pitched it. Do my brother went there, and he pitched it to. to so no, no.
1: It seems like no production companies work on their own; they all have to work. To, it's great that they yeah. all work together because you're just pulling your resources, and it yeah. means that you're almost like little, uh, little teams running it, around. We're, we're
0: trying to work with smaller groups now. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it was not that it was bad working with Matchbox. It definitely wasn't. Um, and if we work like we've got a, a, something else that we're hopefully another TV project, which is too early to mention in a, back in Australia. We're going to have to find an Australian company to work with mm-hmm. um, when we get to the right stage. So that's, that's fine.
1: Um, so knowing your audience, knowing the medium. Yeah. Any other tips? Uh,
0: and uh, if, will I be able to get cast for this? Okay. That's another big thing um, yeah. because how you can you can't set anything up without a name. Actor. Right. Just doesn't. You won't get. Any you money. don't
1: think it's. Is it really. Has it ever come up? Because so many movies have flopped recently with big names in a role. Yeah, I agree. And people and still are beholden to the idea yeah. of a name.
0: And it, they're getting less. They now go, oh, maybe we need a good script too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which before. Or the I
1: suppose like the, the definition of what is a name changes and sometimes it could just be like a popular TV actor who's only familiar with well, certain people. The problem
0: is that. If you, when you work in independent film, you're kind of beholden to the foreign market. Oh, okay. So when you got a film market like Cannes or yeah. Berlin. Or I know the Dallas Buyers
1: Club, even though they had Matthew McConaughey attached, they still needed another name, and that's why Jennifer Garner got
0: attached. Exactly. So so they basically, basically when you, when, when you're, your, your foreign, the foreign sales company or the company who, the solution who are doing Killerman with, they did their yeah. own foreign sales. Okay. Um, when you're working with them, they go and they talk to all the different countries all over the world. They talk to Spain, they talk to South America, they talk to Australia they, and all the different distributors. And they say, this actor, Liam Hemsworth, I'm saying, right. because...
1: As an example. And yeah. they'll
0: say, yeah, Liam's good, his is good. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll want to know...
1: Even though, I guess, I mean, yeah,
0: he would still be perceived to be good if his he, independence didn't flopped. And yeah, he hasn't carried a movie himself. He hasn't done too much, though. Okay. So, and that's what I would found interesting because I wasn't sure how it, it's so hard to work out how you need to just constantly be talking to people who who are talking to people and then you hear different answers and it can change week to week, literally change week to
1: week. Yeah. It's the stock market. It is. Joel Edgerton said that. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he, he couldn't do, even when he was breaking out, he's, he said that he couldn't do certain movies because his agents were like, they need a bigger name
0: yep. to get the financing. And that's crazy to think. Yeah. And you, and it's always a name that you don't expect. And, um, it's never, it's just because of, yeah, they resonate in those particular markets. Yeah. yeah. They've oh, lost people? money on that movie. Right. And so Liam hasn't, Liam has like protected his name stock. Right. If you want to say by not really doing, well, by not doing too but not overworking, not by just taking every job that comes his way. Right. Um, he's been very selective and okay. he's just played he's just been smart. Okay. And not to say that other actors haven't been smart. Yeah, because you um, can't control it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's because that's that's not what I mean at all. But um, you, so you' behold, like, if if someone comes to me with a film that is, say, a $5 million movie, um, I'm still going to need a name in that mm-hmm. to get that, to, to piece together probably, you know, at least a few million in, a couple of million in foreign sales. Mm-hmm. So, will this, will this movie be up? Will I be able to get something for this movie? Mm-hmm. Will, will this be attractive to cast? Will agents read this script and just not even show their clients? Um, that's the big thing to me. And also, if you're pitching something to me, I've, i prefer preferred it. It's so hard to get money these days to write, to develop. And so, uh, what's way more appealing is someone giving me a script. The script that is actually yeah. already done and really good. Yeah. That's the starting point. Because, yeah. I mean, in the olden days, you could just come and pitch us an idea and I'll, we'll go find some money to get to pay you.
1: James, um, why am I blanking on the director of Terminator and Titanic?
0: Oh, James Cameron.
1: James Cameron went in to pitch something to the studios and he just, it was after, Terminator, what was his first? I can't remember. He wrote on the board Alien and then he just put S. And then he put a dollar sign through the S Damn. and that was his pitch. Was yeah. like, just make a sequel to Aliens yeah. and it'll make a bunch of money and then he got the deal. Yeah, made yeah. a great movie. So it's like without the script you... But now you need a good...
0: So that's different. So with something like that, that's a property that... Are already established. And, so they'd yeah. be, they be talking... They probably... What they do now is they go, we want to get it to a sequel. Let's mm-hmm. get a whole bunch of directors to come in and pitch what they would do or a bunch of writers come pitching what they would do. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me personally... Having someone come and give me a treatment or an idea—that's a lot of work that may just never come to fruition. Come, but yeah, because no it's one. Also has,
1: quicker, and that'll take like another year. So it makes sense to yeah have the script ready.
0: And I—I—I'll I, be honest with you. I don't know where I'll go. So if you if you pitch me an idea right now, I I don't know where I would go to get the money to pay for that idea okay. to be written because no one pays to that. Come come with me, come to me with a script. Mm-hmm. Um. So that would be a big thing. Rather than pitch me something, give me a script to read. Yeah,
1: sure. Okay, <laughs> good, good idea. Um, have you been sick of having to repeat any of the stuff that you've said over the past few weeks in this interview? Because you've been doing a lot of uh, q and done a stuff. Lot. No, at
0: not, not, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Um, this has basically been talking about my... Job, yeah, <laughs> right, okay, so it's, it's, it hasn't been too bad. No, it hasn't been
1: bad, yeah. Um, okay, um, I think I feel I need I want, yeah, again,
0: okay, I, okay, uh, I definitely still want lunch,
1: okay, that's a constant <laughs> okay. for everyone, yeah, I'm pretty hungry myself.
0: Uh, I think, uh, I think I wasn't too boring in the conversation, giving over that because I I, I find that people talking about producing can be pretty boring because it's just talking about numbers and and Mm. it's not the stuff that I find that interesting. Um, I think I need, I need, I I really need some agents to get back to (laughs) you (laughs) today. I still need that. Cool. And And I feel? I feel, um, uh, I feel relieved that I didn't, uh, say anything that would potentially ruin my career. Good.
1: <laughs> we could have edited it out anyway. Um, but at least you didn't, you don't, you're not feeling anxious anymore. So that's I'm not feeling it. I mean, I always feel anxious, right? But, uh, the current, but yeah. you know, not, it was other predominant emotion, which is good. Feelings change on a moment to moment basis. Yes. Listeners, Michael, Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, any questions, guys tweet at me, Instagram or Facebook. And are you on social media? Can I get?
0: I advice? am. I'm, I am on Twitter and I, okay. I need to tweet more. Okay. Right. Do you <laughs> um, check
1: it or do you just not tweet? Oh no, I'm on Twitter constantly. Oh, Using okay. it
0: as a news source. Okay. And everything, and I'm like, I've, you know, uh, I, if I get more followers, I'll tweet. But okay, um, guys. I, well,
1: any film students out there, potential writers, um, you've learned how to pitch, but I guess you just make sure you need your script needs to be really good. Keep writing, good. write as much. Your script as you needs can. to be good though. Um, until next time, guys. Thanks a lot.